Hello, good day, welcome to episode two of our Squiggly at Click animation podcast, Minnesotes. I'm Ben Mitchell, here to introduce another session of the Amsterdam Animation Festival's Filmmaker Talk Show. In this episode, Hans Walter is talking to Benedict Hummel, discussing his project Goodnight Everybuds, made at the Film Academy Baden-Württemberg. Also joining is Canadian director Elaine Delanoy at the festival with his latest film, The Talk, True Stories About the Birds and the Bees. And finally, our pal Juice Laoma of the Netherlands studio Frame Order talks about his cartoon box micro-short, How to Have a Romantic Date. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome at the Filmmakers Talk Show. My name is Hans Walter. I'll be your host this afternoon. I'm going to be interviewing some exciting filmmakers. Uh, first up is Benedict Hummel. Welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, so, you made the film Good Night, Every Buds. Yes. Uh, and you have to talk closer okay. to the microphone. Okay. okay. Uh, I understand you are. You made it as a student film? Uh, yes, it was my graduation film. Okay. And from what school did you graduate? Uh, the school is called Film Academy Baden-Württemberg. It's in uh, Germany, in Ludwigsburg, pretty much Stuttgart. Okay. And is it like the other animation schools, four years of uh, education? Three or four years? Uh, well, they, they, their uh, graduation is called diploma, but it's some kind of own schedule. So it's four and a half years. And most people take uh, one year off in between. So usually people s study around six years. Six years? Like five and a half. And okay. then it slowly fades out and yeah, okay. you're around for a bit. And this film was finished uh, this year, I understand? Yeah, this, 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 this spring was my last semester. Okay. Has it been shown on any other festivals in the meantime? Uh, yeah, it's been around a bit. Like uh, It started uh, kind of in uh, mid-late mid September to be like in Paris and Syros. And and do, you, do you go there uh, to see the film with the audience? Uh, this is actually my first festival outside Germany that I okay. visit for my film. Nice. Um, let's watch a small clip yes. from the film. So everybody knows what it's about, what it looks like. Oh, my God. 
Okay, very nice. Uh, is is 2D hand-drawn animation sort of your specialty? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I do. Okay, yeah, so you animated this and directed this. Uh, were, were there many people helping you? Uh, no, we actually had a very small team. I had one more uh, friend animating and uh, then one uh, composer and sound uh, person and uh, a producer. That was pretty much the whole team. Okay. Well, I was wondering because it's uh, what we saw just now, there's a bit that's almost abstract with lines and colors and things. Did you did you storyboard at all, or was it sort of just animating and see see where it goes? Uh, well, I, I I had we we didn't see the beginning of the film. The beginning of the film was based on a comic that I once did. It was pretty much the comic, so I used this as a storyboard. But all of the rest, like the stands and especially the the very abstract part. Uh, I, I went directly into uh, doing the animatic, okay. and especially the super abstract part, I did it straight ahead, like w even without an animatic. I just drew and drew and drew and hoped it was nice and then tweaked a bit, but okay. uh, there wasn't a storyboard for, for most of the film. So, but it's based on a comic, you say, which also by you, I presume, yes. and was it also in the same sort of color scheme that you have here? Uh, yeah, basically it came from an era in my life where I, <laughs> before I was working a lot in uh, doing video games and I've never been doing, uh, never been focusing on doing the art for these. So I, at some point I was like, oh, I want to do, uh, pour my heart out and see what happens. So I started drawing a lot of things and trying to do these loose and random drawings, have them in a structure. So I uh, started a webcomic to have it be a regular thing. And it, they were all kind of these naked people lying around, thinking about life in a semi-melancholic way. Uh, so it was pretty much this vibe in yeah, static form of drawings. Okay. Uh, there was one technical thing I was wondering. It's in a, in a very old format, 4x3 Academy format, not widescreen mm -hmm. or, or cinemascope. Why did you decide to make it uh, that uh, square? Uh -huh, yeah. Um, well, basically, I wanted this to be a film about... The film should be like an embrace, like kind of uh, sexual embrace, but an embrace in general. And, and to be the film to be uh, super cozy, and I saw this uh, uh, two people becoming one, and this closeness is very much uh, emphasized by this format, which is very uh, close and focused. And I kind of yeah, always with the widescreen format. I never really know what you put in all of the <laughs> screen, like. It, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I feel way more comfortable with this uh, almost square format. Okay. I understand that after the school you sort of started a, a studio with some other people. Mm -hmm. uh, how did that come about? Were they all old uh, classmates? Or? Yeah, we're all from the same school. We're four people and uh, it's called Studio Seufz. 
which which means is it uh, seufz is German for a sigh like oh oh okay like a very emotional oh, oh that's oh yeah. yeah so when you get a bill when you make an animation you go <sighs> yeah in all in all different it can be happy it can be sad it can be okay uh, sensual uh, it's, it's got it all and uh, yeah we kind of uh, with one guy Anselm I uh, I had been doing things for ages from school on and Stefan who's taking a picture of me right now is our producer so it kind of came segued naturally from our loose working here and there into mm -hmm. uh, like putting ourselves in one room okay <laughs> that's basically what the the, the uh, biggest thing that changed that we're now in one room. Okay, yeah. and then you do like commercial work. Uh... Yeah, I mean we have to earn money, and uh, we are. Uh, yeah, our uh, plan is to do our own stuff in direction and and both focus on video games and uh, animated films, and and yeah, we're, we're we are very fresh, so we're kind of going for funding, looking for funding options and. Uh, looking where our place might be, maybe even even in VR. I heard I heard that's <laughs> what people love. Yeah. Well, how does it work in Germany with with the subsidies financing? Is that is there is it easy to make an independent short animated film? Uh, yes, it's we're uh, it's it's easier to make an independent game right now okay. because. Uh, that's what they love, the funding institutions. That's what they love, and uh, that's what not that many people do right now in our region, kind of. So uh, we're trying to get get uh, some uh, crazy concepts out there that blow their minds. And for for films, they they love series. So this is kind of easier, and short films are. Uh, a bit tricky to get funded. Like, okay. I think everywhere, in a way, it's kind of a tough thing to get the monies. Okay. Yeah. But you hope that together with these other people in the studio, that some work might come in. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, we're okay. we're uh, optimistic. Okay. Okay. Uh, the the idea for this film was the the comic, but the idea for the comic book. You know, uh, naked people on the mm -hmm. beach, very sensual. How did you come up with that? Is that something that's <laughs> close to your heart, let's say? Uh, I think so. Uh, but it's it generally it it, it 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 happened more than that it was a concept. I, like I said, I just started pulling my heart out and drawing a lot of things without a concept, without an aim. And this is kind of what happened and it's... I, I started to enjoy doing this uh, kind of sexual, sensual vibe, but in a very cozy and embracing way. And I, I noticed that it had an, a nice effect on people. That people were like, oh, this is nice, this is sweet. And they were kind of touched in a nice way, in a sweet spot, which is always uh, a good thing to hit uh, with art. Uh, and... I think this kind of uh, uh, cozy and embracing kind of depiction of sex, which is both uh, pretty explicit, 
but still cozy and nice and sweet. It's a thing that hardly exists in media and in art a little bit more, but still it's... Okay. You either have like funny jokes about sex or porn, but there's nothing right. that okay. that is very explicit, but not doesn't make like oh I can't watch this at work. Yeah, you know. Okay. And nice. this is a thing that I think is worth exploring because uh, people seem to enjoy that. Okay, I understand. You also make music. You do most of the music of your films. I thought I read that somewhere. Uh, I have been making the music for our video games okay. a lot, but uh, for this film I didn't. Okay. So okay. we had a, a, a very skilled composer. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I wouldn't call myself a musician. Okay. That would be too. But you have okay. <laughs> but for some games you have done yeah, music. Like, okay. Uh, having fun with music software. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. It's kind of, it's kind of relieving sometimes if you're yeah. uh working on the computer a lot and you do music and it's you can play around and it's okay. Nice relief. Are there any questions in the audience, Sarah? The question is, uh, I have to repeat it mm -hmm. because there's also a podcast, that the Ministry of Culture changed in Germany and the ministry that there now doesn't like uh, the animation and so there's less money and if you think that will change in the future. Ooh, that is a very political question. I don't think the minister will change very soon because the 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 local government is kind of fresh and i don't have the numbers in my head when the next elections will be but the people are kind of not satisfied with the government so uh i think at least in the near future there won't be a change in this um But I know that the funding institution is very pushy towards modern media. Like they, they love it, they put a lot of money in this. So do you kind of, for funding you, in, in some sense, if you uh, call yourself or want to be an, a studio that is open to the media, like in what kind of media you act, you kind of need to see what they offer and then try to shape projects in this uh, uh, according to their uh, yeah, offerings right now okay any other questions for Benedict okay well thank you for being here Benedict thank you thanks for having us then <clears throat> is uh, Sarah Holm here Sarah not yet Here, okay. Then uh, Alain, I'm sh sure he is here, from Canada, first time in Amsterdam. <laughs> Welcome Alain, have a seat, if you want some water, oh, you sure. can take it. 
so you made uh, the talk, true stories about the birds and the bees. Yeah. Again about sex. The sex. Uh, this, yes. this is our sex uh, talk show. Sex. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, shall we first watch a clip? Sure. Yeah. Okay. The talk. This is the talk between parents no and talk children. At all. None whatsoever. No talk from my dad, no talk from my mom. I was a pretty good kid, so I don't think my parents had any concerns about me. I was also a big loser, so there was no way I was getting any action at all at any point. So I was maybe seven or eight years old and I was watching Terminator 1 with my dad. And I guess the movie was rolling and all of a sudden there was a sex scene. Linda Hamilton was naked and all of a sudden I felt this strange physiological change in my body. And I turned to my dad and I asked, why is my penis hard? <laughs> and I think he said that's to make babies. And I was like, oh, okay. His answer wasn't very satisfactory. Very nice. Now in this film, you we see we hear uh, eight different uh, persons talking about the talk. Yes. Uh, how did you come up with those eight people? Did you select them? Did you interview more people? Sure. So okay. Well, the, the film was inspired. I I had a big family dinner, and my nephew asked a very off-topic question at the table, and then there was a silence, and my brother-in-law whispered in my ear. He says, "I think it's time for the talk." And when I shared that with some friends when I got home, and uh, they were all cringing, thinking that they, they said that was the that was the worst. I, I that's going to be so awkward for your for your nephew. And they all started talking about their stories, and um, I uh, you know something hit me. It's almost like you get that tingling in the fingers. Like I think there's a film here. So um, I asked them if I could record their stories uh, and to use them in a project, and they were okay with it. Uh, they're like that's. You know, he, he went to art school, so he, he'll do something with this. And then their friends got involved, and then I had random people call me up because they heard about the project, that they wanted uh, their stories recorded because they said, I've, I heard you're doing this project, and I have a really good one. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So I had, a, I had about 35 stories that I'd recorded. And wow. um, then I, you know, you work it into, it's a short film, so you can't put all... 35 and there are some gems some really good stories that I you know you have to pick yeah so how did you pick those eight what was it that the, 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 they had to be very different from each other or yeah, I wanted to show a, show, show a little cross section a little bit of variety um, but you also pick stories that kind of work together and they kind of there's some kind of arc that kind of works through them right so uh, it's a lot of time editing Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I was wondering how how ma much audio material did you record? It must have been like 20 hours or something. Oh, it's it's, it's a lot. There's yeah. there's a lot of material. But I really wanted to get their stories the first time. I didn't want them to tell me what their story was until I had a microphone in right. front of them. I understand. Was it easier for people to be uh, candid because they knew they weren't filmed but only their audio was used? Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I didn't pull out a video camera. I just had a, a microphone. And it was just, uh, you know, you know, they, they were kind of almost, almost like a confessional where they were telling these stories. But what's interesting is, is that uh, when I show the film at festivals, 
uh, people come up to me, they shake my hand and they say, I got to tell you about my story. And it's almost like a magnet of all of a sudden I have all these stories in my head and there are some really good stories out there. I feel like I have enough for a couple more films. Maybe a feature in the future? <laughs> yeah, I think I, what I need is a, t a team because it takes, takes a while. This took three and a half years, so... And did, with did the interviews you, and everything. So. Okay. And, and the animation, did you do mostly yourself? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I like to draw. Um, and I teach at the University of St. Boniface in Canada. I'm Canadian. Right. And... Uh, I hired two former students to help with a couple of effects. There's an effect where everything's animated with condoms, and there's another effect that there's an explosion. I just needed some help. And I hired a former student to do the music, and I'm going to hire him again because he is just, he's, he's, he's great to work with. Okay. Now, some of the animation is obviously rotoscoped. Yes. So you shot live action yourself? Yep. But it was, uh, and how, how did you do it? You first edited the audio, then made a storyboard, and then came up with all the different techniques and animation techniques that you wanted to use? Or? Yeah, I kept the, um, the storyboard very plastic, because I, I like to kind of, um, you know, I was thinking about things constantly, and when I would get bored of working on one story, I would, it was nice to, to, to just flip through the film and say, okay, I think it's going to be a frog week. And I think it's going to be a Terminator week. And just be able to, to change change flavors every once in a while. Okay. It kept things fresh. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, recording and then doing little these little story, micro storyboards, working on it, working on more storyboards, working on that section. And But for instance, in the clip we saw where the guy's watching the Terminator with Schwarzenegger, mm. uh, when did you think of to use the action puppets and the Barbie for Linda Hamilton? <laughs> Linda Hamilton. Um, I, I basically, uh, I, for every talk in the, in the film, I wanted to have one little surprise, something that was different, something that was uh, out of that world, because... Um, I think a lot of these stories is like uh, is a little bit about discovery and a little bit about little surprises. So in each story, there's a little there's a little something different, a little. Okay. Well, was that was that a challenge to? Yeah. 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 And it was also uh, styles of animation I hadn't really tackled before. I'm okay. used to doing the drawing, and I really wanted this film to be an experiment to try different styles of animation. So this what was like the first time you did stop motion, etc. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. I was just curious that you, you, you said, well, a lot of people come to you and say, oh, I, I, you got to hear my story. Uh, are, are there, were there any parents who uh, these uh, people talk about who saw this film? I mean, pa parents of the people who are in the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, because um, I did a, a pre-screening um, just before I, I had the film come out, um, and a lot of them invited invited their, their, their folks to see it and they looked just as like uh, scared before the screening as oh. like how, how bad is this going to be like how, how, how bad did I it was really interesting too is that um, the individuals who gave me their stories they looked kind of white before the film because they were like uh, I can't remember what I exactly how I told you that story because that was three and a half years ago so it was, <laughs> it was quite funny yeah I understand the film did pretty well in the festivals. You won a lot of prizes. So, uh, when the the prize at Warsaw last year, and it's 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 done a, a nice uh, festival run. Like it, uh, you know, it played Tribeca and it played um, 
uh, Palm Springs and short shorts in Japan. It's nice. It's been, it's been, and it's been interesting just to see in different areas how people respond to it. And at first, I thought it was maybe very, very North American or very Canadian, yeah, being awkward in this whole, <laughs> you know, why can't we just be a little bit more open about these things? But um, somebody shook my hand, and he was from Bulgaria, and he had a, a, a wonderful accent, and he just looked in me, in my eyes, and he said, "My dad took me to the zoo." <laughs> and I thought this is brilliant. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. So. And you go to all these festivals if the film is selected. Uh, Most of the festivals. Uh, hard to like. It's okay. uh, you, know, you save up your 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 money, and you know we can get a little bit of financing in Canada, but they won't yeah. finance everything. So. Okay. Yeah. But but when you win so many prizes, does that help in financing the next film? Hopefully, I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fingers okay. crossed. Is it? This is sort of a, let's say, a documentary film. Mm. Is that the the genre that you like more than fiction? Or I I really love it. I love it. Like I, um, it it. This was the most fun I ever had making a film because okay. you're, you're, number one, you're talking, you're talking about uh, you know interesting stories and you know. Um, Yeah, you have access to this whole world. There's so many things happening in the world, and you know, animation. You know, you have a, a beautiful screen. And you can anything can happen on there. It's a lot of possibility. I, I I've been really enjoying animated documentary, so, okay. and I'll continue that. Okay. Are there any questions from the audience? If you want to see the whole film, it's still possible. Yeah. This afternoon. Yep. Yeah. And Sunday. 3.30 and Sunday night at 10. Yeah, at 10. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So still two possibilities. Two possibilities. To see the film, which is uh, quite nice. It's almost nine minutes. Mm. No questions? Anybody? Okay. Well, Alain, thank you for thank being you so on the show. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. So, Joost Liuma, from the ne all the way from the Netherlands. Welcome. Contrary to the other films where we just show a clip, we're going to show the whole film, yeah. which is the full 25 seconds. <laughs> uh, so uh, then you don't have to buy an expensive ticket. Sweet and short. <laughs> um, I was wondering, what was this inspired by uh, uh, the lady in the tramp scene? You know, yes, with the spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, uh, or inspired. It's it's based on the story. Yeah. Okay. Because was that one of the first Disney features that you saw? I never saw it. No. You never saw I it. I only know this scene. Yeah. You, oh, okay. Animated by the great late Frank Thomas. Yeah. Uh, I understand that you do a lot of these short films. Yes. Do you uh, always come up with a story yourself, or do you have like because you're part of a studio, right? Yeah. Or do you have like brainstorms? Uh, um, uh, most of the stories, uh, I, I try to create one uh, episode every week. Uh, I started last year August, so I have now 58 uh, episodes. Wow. And uh, most of the stories I uh, come up by myself but sometimes I get help from my studio the people of my studio sometimes they 
come with a joke and I make it a joke. And, uh, and are all these films like the same length, like 25 uh, seconds? Between or? 15 and 50 seconds. Okay, and you make one every week? I'm trying to make one every week, yeah. Wonderful. And uh, for what purpose? Are they shown on, on the internet? Yeah, or? Okay. on the YouTube. And you also try to send them into festivals like this one? Yeah. yeah. All of them? No, some of them. Only I pick... Uh, I, I just made a, f a few compilations by theme, and I think I will send also those compilations to festivals soon. But okay. I never did that before, but I'm yeah. going to do that. Yeah. yeah, because even five, six films is still just a couple of minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. From I, I've seen a couple of them. I, I think there's a, a lot of like uh, sex jokes in there and a lot of blood sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> is that something that you like? Is that a f uh, no, most funny I thing to make jokes about? The um, my main rule is that I have to like the joke, and at least one, but uh, one other person has to okay. uh, also like the joke. And okay. if nobody else likes it, I, I won't make it. But uh, okay. I present the storyboard always, or I tell the joke to my girlfriend, and she says, ah, "I, I might not make it." And uh, okay, yeah. Because is this? I know you also did a series of, uh, let's say, takes on fairy tales, well-known fairy tales, but then twisted a little bit. Is that part of this series, or is that a different series? It's, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, are there still fairy tales that you wanna use? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, of course, but uh, I, I have to come up with a good joke, otherwise I'm not going to make... Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I'm, I'm not saying, now I want to make one episode about a fairy tale. It's just uh, an idea pops up in my head, and then I'm... Sometimes it's with a fairy tale, sometimes it's, it's with something else. Okay, yeah. okay. And, and uh, you say you, you make about one a, a week, each week. Uh, you do the animation. Uh, is there, are there more people involved for the sound? or? Uh, um, no, uh, yeah, I get help from uh, uh, interns sometimes, but most of the animation I'm doing myself. And... Uh, uh, sound I'm also doing myself uh, and one of the people of my studio does the uh, most vo voice acting okay and, uh, and also I'm doing also some voice acting and he does the rest okay but the studio is uh, you're all guys right yeah so what do you do when you need a female voice uh, you just tune up your voice okay You never ask your girlfriend to no, scream no. or... Okay. No. Oh, very nice. Um, but the frame order is the studio you work for and you're with six people? Yeah. Okay. Is this, uh, this series of short films, is that something that you do next to the commissioned work? Yeah, but th this takes a lot of time, so I, I, I don't have a lot of time to do commercial work. And okay, so one episode takes about uh, three or four days a week. Okay. So one but, day left. But does this earn money when you put it on the, the internet? Not much yet. Okay. It's, 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 go it's growing, but it's not, uh, I can't make a living out of it yet. Okay. But the rest of the studio works on different things and you sort of share the, everything? Uh, no, I'm just poor at the moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, 
so um, maybe there are some questions from the audience. Here's a question in the front. Where you get your inspiration? I'm uh, uh, have a couch in my living room, and I'm sitting out uh, on the couch, looking out of the window, staring out of the window, with a book in front of me, and just thinking about things. <laughs> That's my inspiration. The empty, empty page is my inspiration, and and the view outside. I remember one of the last fairy tales, I don't know if it's one of the last, but you also did Rapunzel with the long hair and the prince tries to rescue her with the helicopter and her hair gets tangled in a thing and then he, and he doesn't notice, he only sees the, the blood on the helicopter. I was yeah. wondering, how, how does that work? Do you think, well, we can do something with Rapunzel and then you sit together with a bunch of guys and come up with ideas or do you no. do it all by yourself? Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, uh, I did one episode with Rapunzel already, and I was uh, at the Stuttgart Animation Film Festival, and I was uh, I had a few hours off and uh, was staring. On a, I was sitting on a in a beer garden on a hill with a view, city view, and I was thinking about this Rapunzel joke, and I came up with another one. I said, "Oh, this this one's even better." But I already already did one with Rapunzel. I just make it. Yeah, yeah. because did she already die in the first one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess there are some. Uh, yeah, Yvonne. <laughs> okay. uh, I guess uh, you can do multiple things on on most of the fairy tales if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. And the one with the witch and the broom is that just general? Let's do something with the witch and the broom. You know where the guy picks up the broom and he. Uh, I don't know uh, how. Uh, yeah, it's just an, uh, I'm thinking about a joke, and then oh, maybe I can. Uh, uh, sometimes I make uh, I write down five versions, and it's yeah, it's just a, a puzzle, a puzzle together. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't. I can't explain how it works. Okay. It's a lot of uh, uh, sentences on paper, and okay. I those sentences evolve on the paper. And when I write something down, most of the time it's, oh, it's not yet. Okay, let's wait. And then okay. I read it back, and then it evolves. And uh, okay, okay. Because you say you you try to make one each week. Is that something that you have to do, or if you don't get inspired, you just say, "Well, okay, then I don't make one." Uh, I'm trying to do one every week, so I, I have it to do for me. I okay, have to do it for myself. And okay, but if I don't have a good joke, I, I I don't make one. But I try to make one. Okay, okay. Any more questions? From the audience? No? Okay. okay. Thank you, Joost, for being here. Now, I'm asking again for two people who were supposed to be here. Sarah Holm, is she in the audience somewhere? No, Sarah. Okay. And Claudia from Belgium. Claudia, also not here. Oh, that's a pity. I only have three guests instead of the planned five. Okay. So, well, then, then I'm so sorry. Then I, then I have to uh, conclude this uh, filmmaker's talk show. And I hope to see you again um, tomorrow for the last one, Saturday, same time, same place. Thank you very much for your attention. 
Thanks again to Hans Walter and the attending filmmakers at this year's Click. You can learn and see more at the following sites. For more info on Benedict Hummel's EveryBuds project, visit everybuds.com. Elaine Delanois' work is at prairievideo.com. Juice Leuma's site is juiceleuma.nl, J-O-O-S-T-L-I-E-U-W-M-A.nl. And you can also read more about his cartoon box project in our squiggly.com interview from earlier this year. While you're on Squiggly, be sure to have a look at our usual news, interviews, reviews, and general animation hubbub. Bub. Check back soon for another episode of our Squiggly at Click podcast minisodes. Squiggly.